Hey guys, what's going on? My name is Chris Aquez and this is your best life defined. Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is the very first of what I hope to be millions of podcasts. I'm kind of enjoying myself right now. It's a lot of fun um, actually being able to talk. I think I found my niche. You know, I often, I mean, I truly believe that we will never be better than we are at the things we do, right? And I think I found it. I found it. I am a talker. I love to talk. In fact, I love an audience too. So if you, thank you for joining me. Um, the podcast itself, Your Best Life Defined, if you flip that around, that's what this whole podcast is about. In fact, I was trying to define myself on social media because I keep throwing a lot of stuff out there. And I think that's really what it is, defining your best life. And and what's cool about that is no matter where you are right now and no matter how great your life is or how bad you think your life is going, you're only one choice away from making it a little bit better. And that's really what this is about. You know, a little backstory on me and my wife. We we both had troubled childhoods. We had a little bit of addiction and we had some all kinds of it wasn't the let me put it this way, it wasn't the leave it to beaver picket fence lifestyle that some people are luck, have the luxury of having and then of course we fell in love early and we, and we got married young my wife was 16 when she uh, when we got married and I was barely 18 we had a baby on the way we were both high school dropouts and we were we just didn't have an education and we were poor and we've ground through this and we continue to work at it and to try and find a way to make our life better and to define what our life is supposed to look like. And today, guess what? We have been married 39 years. We have three grown adult children who, while they love us, they don't need us as far as they're completely independent of us. If we were to drop off the face of the earth tomorrow, their lives wouldn't miss a beat except for the fact they'd have... Uh, they wouldn't have us around but i mean and that's that's the ultimate goal and and we're not actually supposed to be here in fact there were a lot of people who look at me now and they've told me you know what i thought you'd end up dead or in prison and and i was on that course i was on that path for a while but then i woke up one day and i said why not I mean, what's at risk? Is it okay? I mean, it's okay for me to be different than other people. And I, granted, I am different than others. I really am. I kind of got a weird way of thinking. But it's worked out well for me because I have a stomach for failure. It doesn't matter to me how many times I fail because the goal is to succeed. And the more you fail, the closer you get to your goal if you're doing it right. So, but. This whole podcast is about defining your life around who you are and what you love to do, what inspires you. And I'm not just talking about sitting by the pool drinking. I'm talking about stuff that actually adds value to your life, okay? And my wife and I, we made the big jump. So for years, we lived in the big house just like everyone else, and we were, we were fully immersed in the American dream and that whole thing. But I just started looking around, and I began to realize, you know... A lot of the stuff I'm doing, I don't honestly enjoy. I don't honestly love. And not just say that it's not okay to have the American dream and to have that house and to have all that stuff. But like so many of us, the the idea of the American dream and the things we want actually trapped me into a position where I didn't have the resources to go do any of the things I loved. I was working two jobs for most of... for probably 20 years and I had this house and all this stuff but I we our vacations were short they were quick and we were always just busy and one day I was out mowing the lawn after drinking too much beer the night before and I got up a little later I got preoccupied probably with the computer 
And I go out there and I'm mowing that lawn and my head is pounding. I've got my earbuds in, you know, and, and it's dusty and it's the middle of July, I think probably, and it's hot as hell. And I'm thinking about all the things I wish I were doing, like backpacking or mountain biking or working downstairs in the cool basement, working on, on my computer. And then it dawned on me, why in the hell am I mowing a lawn? I mean, why do I have a lawn if I don't enjoy it? And it's not even that I hated it. It's just that there were so many other things in my life that inspire me more than the idea of going out in the morning, pulling up the weed eater, putting a string in it, getting the lawnmower going and, and doing what I was doing. And then that just kind of snowballed because from that point on, I started looking at every portion of my life. And before we knew it, my wife and I were talking and we were having conversations about our choices and why we were actually living the life we were living because she was in the same boat. She was inside. She, we had four thousand or three thousand square foot house, and it was just me and her. We only used uh, four rooms. We used, I mean, and and there she is cleaning and dusting this entire big house. And she's thinking, I could have been doing other things because she loves the same things I love. She loves to be outside. She loves all things outdoors. We're both very physical. We'd love to work out, and and and. So we just started planning. We started looking at how we could make our life fit the people we are and what energizes us. Now, little side note, um, our original plan, we kind of knew we wanted to travel, but our original plan, I had met a guy in prison who was a sailor. And, you know, he's got me all fired up. He goes, you know, I can buy a sailboat, you know. And so I start talking to Sandy about a sailboat. Because, I mean, imagine it would be pretty damn cool to live in a sailboat or a catamaran, okay, and to be able to travel from port to port and just that be have have that be your life and you know hang out in the caribbean and some blue lagoon and fish off the boat and and you know it just be the idea of it is just incredibly enticing but the problem is i started reading because i'm a i'm a prepare guy i'm a former law enforcement and i worked in the prison so you're always kind of thinking ahead about what could happen and so I started reading all these books about how to sail in heavy weather, you know, when the when the ocean is trying to kill your ass, right? And I'm reading this book. It's called Heavy Weather Sailing. And 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 I'm looking at this book, and, and then I start reading another book. And, and the gist that I'm getting is there are times when you're out to sea when you will be battling a storm for like seven days, just, just roaring. And this one guy was talking about how the entire cabin of his sailboat was just in disarray and there was all kinds of ungodly liquids floating around and i mean uh his he sailed with his wife and his son and there was puke it was just a mess right <laughs> and I, that's when i realized i don't really want to be a sailor sailor <laughs> I, I, I mean i'm i'm pretty hardcore but i there's no way in hell i want to battle a storm for 7 days with no sleep so I told Sandy about this because she was scared. I mean, I mean, she was nervous about the idea of becoming a, becoming sailors, especially since I've never sailed before. So we regrouped, and the next thing you know, we're looking at RVs and fifth wheels, and we came across some that we liked, and then we went to uh, went and looked at some uh, some conventional RVs, and and we really. They just really weren't right for us. And then we found this whole new class of RVs, and they're actually full-time RVs, or they're designed for full-time occupancy. And we found this one, and it's beautiful. And 
we get to talking about it. Well, it's time to pull pull a, pull a switch on that. We're going to go ahead and grab this bad boy. So we live in a 41-foot fifth wheel now. And right now, because of COVID, we're sitting in Meeker, Colorado, uh, right on the edge of the White River National Forest. And so we have more trails than I think me and Sandy will ever be able to hike just in our back door. And and that's really that's really the gist of it is my life has just gotten better because of the choices we've made. I mean, and we'll spend next winter someplace, maybe Florida, maybe back to Arizona around Phoenix. But the the reality is, is it fits our life. And when you look at your life, and especially with COVID-19 and and this uncertain future we have, because we have no way of really knowing what kind of struggles we're going to face as a result of coming back up because of the impact this has had on our economy. Okay. We may not, we may have to make some sacrifices. And I guess what better time if you're going to make sacrifices and have to make some tough decisions than to go ahead and take a look at who you are, look at the life you've been living pre-COVID-19, and ask yourself, if I'm going to make sacrifices, why not get the best out of it? Why not capture the most life possible out of the decision? Because it's going to suck no matter how you do it, but you might as well gain the most benefit from it. And if you love fishing, then maybe Trying to dig yourself or trying to hold on to this big-ass house that you can't afford, that might not be the option. Maybe the option is to reduce the size of that house, liquidate that asset, or do what you have to do. And when you come back up, come back up with a house that fits your life, that doesn't trap you, but becomes the launch pad for the amazing adventure you wake up to every day. And I say amazing adventure. I'm not, I'm not naive enough to imply to you that you can just wake up every day and it's like unicorns and lollipops because obviously that's not the case. There's a lot of sacrifices that come with living in a fifth wheel. This isn't my dream home, but it's the home that I chose because it supports the dream life that, I dream, that I'm living. And that's the only reason. Yes, I live in a trailer house. And that's all it is. It's a trailer house. It's built like a trailer house. It does what a trailer house is supposed to do. And I can hook it to my truck and I can take it from here to Florida or here to Bar Harbor, Maine or from here to Oregon or from here to Alaska because it's what I do when I leave my home that matters. It's what I do when I leave my home that inspires me. And that's where our greatness comes from. And that's where we, that's where we go if we plan on capturing the life we truly want to live. And, and when you talk about struggles... It wasn't easy for us to sell and liquidate everything. That was a tough decision. But the only thing that made it possible is the fact that our choice was connected, so connected to who we are, that the the goal of being out here like we are now provided the energy we needed to get it done, to to push through it and and, and to, to go ahead and keep moving forward to the point that that stuff's behind us now and now what we have is we have the opportunity to be and do nearly anything we want to do all centered around what we love just to sure we still have to work but if you're going to work do you want to work for something that you just that's okay or do you want to rock it i mean that's like saying hey uh, yeah hey are your steaks average just give me your average ribeye no, you go to a restaurant and you want a friggin' steak. You're like, oh, you know, I want the best cut and it better be good, right? And make, cook it right. Because that's you, you're paying good money for it. Well, I don't know if you know this, but you're paying good money for your life too. The question is, are you getting a good life? Are you, are you waking up energized? Are you waking up excited? 
Is the work you're doing is getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning, grabbing that cold slice of pizza and that coffee from last night, and heading out the door and, and sitting in traffic in your car looking at all the other angry, frustrated people who are sitting there waiting to get to work so you can do what you got to do to get back home. I mean, you're going through it, right? Are you getting your money's worth out of it? So is it your best life? Anyway, the introductory thing we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to have some guests on. I want to have some former inmates. I want to have some former law enforcement and correctional officers on to talk about where they're at in their life and what they're doing to improve and, and live their best possible life. And and hopefully it'll inspire you because the only thing that any of us have in our life is is the memories. We carry those with us. We will lose anything at any time. And COVID, COVID told us that, how quickly it can all be taken away. So Let's go ahead and get started on this. Hey, listen, I hope you'll join me. I hope you'll share this. I'm not going to push it too much out there, but just let's jump on this train. Let's see if we can get some stuff done. And as always, my name is Chris Hawkins, and just remember, today's your day. Make it a good one.